start off our book club, we are going to be reading Five Kingdoms Sky Raiders by Brandon Moe. Okay, so chapter one, Halloween. Weaving down the hall, Quill avoided a ninja, a witch, a pirate, and a zombie bride. He paused when he saw a sad clown in a trench coat and a fedora waved at him. Dalton? His friend nodded and smiled, which looked weird since his mouth was painted into a frown. I wondered if he recognized me. It wasn't easy, Cole replied, relieved to see that his best friend had worn an elaborate costume. He had worried that his own outfit was too much. They met up in the middle of the hall. Kids streamed by on either side. Some dressed for Halloween, some not. Were you to score some candy tonight? Dalton asked. Cole hesitated. Now that they were sixth graders, he was a little nervous that people would think they were too old to go door to door. He didn't want to look like a kindergartner. Have you heard about the haunted house on Wilson? The spook alley house? Delson clarified. I heard it has live rats and snakes. Cole nodded. The guy who moved in there is supposed to be a special effects expert. I guess he worked on some big movies. It might just be a hype, but I keep hearing amazing things. We should check it out. Yeah, sure. I'm curious, Delton said, but I don't want to skip the candy. Cole thought for a minute. He had noticed some sixth graders trick-or-treating in his neighborhood last year. A few kids had looked even older. Besides, it didn't matter what anyone else thought. If people are handing out free candy, why not take advantage? They had already had the costumes. Okay, we can start early. That'll work. First bell rang. Class would start soon. See you, Cole said. Later. Cole walked into his classroom, noticing that Jenna Hunt was already at her desk. Cole tried not to care. He liked her, but not in that way. Sure, in the past, he might have felt excited and scared whenever she was around, but now she was just a friend. At least that's what he kept telling himself as he tried to take his seat behind her. He was dressed up as a scarecrow that had been used for archery practice. The feathered shafts producing from his chest made and sighed made it tricky to sit down. Had he ever had a crush on Jenna? Maybe, when he was younger. During the second grade, the girls went through a phase when they ran around trying to kiss the boys at recess. It had been disgusting, like tag except with cooies involved. The teachers had been against it. Cole had been against it too, except when it was with Jenna. When she was chasing him, secret part of him wanted to get caught. It wasn't his fault that he kept noticing Jenna during the third, fourth, and fifth grade. She was too pretty. He wasn't the only one who thought so. She had modeled in some catalogs. Her dark hair had just the right amount of curl, and her thick eyelashes made her eyes look made up, even when she wasn't wearing makeup. Sometimes he used to daydream about older jerks picking on Jenna. In his imagination, he would come along and save the day with a burst of bravery and action movie karate skills. Afterward, he would be forced to suffer through her thankful tears. But everything had changed since the start of sixth grade. Jenna had not only ended up in his class, but by pure chance, the seating chart had placed him directly behind her. They had to work together on group projects. He learned to relax around her, and they started to talk regularly and made jokes. She had turned out to be cooler than he had hoped. They were actually becoming friends. So there was no reason for his heart to pound just because she was dressed up like Cleopatra. A graded test sat on top of his desk. 
a circled 96 in red ink proclaiming his success. Tess waited on other empty desks as well. Cole tried not to spy on other scores, but he couldn't help noticing that his neighbors got a 72 and an 88. Jenna turned and looked at him. She wore a wig of limp black hair with ruler straight brains. Dramatic makeup accented her eyes. A golden circlet with a snake at the front served as her crown. What are you? She asked. A dead scarecrow? Close, Cole replied. I'm a scarecrow that got used for target practice. Are those real arrows? Yeah, but I broke off the tips. Halloween or not, I figured that they would send me home if I brought sharp arrows to school. You wasted another test. I thought scarecrows weren't supposed to have brains. I wasn't a scarecrow yesterday. I like your costume. Do you know who I am? Cole scrunched his face, as if she had stumped him. A ghost? Jenna rolled her eyes. You know, right? He nodded. You're one of the most famous ladies in history. Queen Elizabeth. Wrong country. I'm kidding. Cleopatra. Wrong again. Are you even trying? Seriously? I thought I knew it for sure. I'm Cleopatra's twin sister. You got me. Maybe I should have come as Dorothy all shot up with arrows, Jenna said. Then we would have matched. We could have been the sadder ending of The Wizard of Oz. The ending where the wizard turns out to be Robin Hood. Lainey Palmer sat in the desk next to Jenna's. She was just as the Statue of Liberty. Jenna turned and started talking to her. Cole glanced at the clock. There were still a few minutes before class would begin. Jenna had a habit of arriving by the first bell, and Cole had coincidentally developed the same habit. More kids were coming in. A zombie, a vampire fairy, a rock star, an army guy. Kevin Murdoch wore no costume. Neither did Sheila Jones. When Jenna had finished talking to Lainey, Cole tapped her on the shoulder. Have you heard about that new haunted house on Wilson Avenue? She asked. People keep talking about it. I've never really been scared by Halloween decorations. I always know they're fake. The guy who just moved in is supposedly did special effects for Hollywood, Cole replied. I heard some of the stuff in his spook alley is real, like live bats and tarantulas and amputated body parts from hospitals. I guess that might be freaky, Jenna admitted. I have, I had to see it to believe it. It's supposed to be free. Are you going trick-or-treating? Yeah, with Lacey and Sarah. You? I was planning to go around with Dalton. He was relieved she would be hunting can- out candy as well. Do you, do you know the address? Jenna asked. For the haunted house? I wrote it down. We should check it out. Want to meet up around seven? Cole tried to keep his expression casual. Where? Do you know that old guy's house on the corner with the huge flagpole? Sure. Everybody in the area knew that house. It was it was one story, but it had the flagpole that was basically a skyscraper. The old guy looked like a, vet, a veteran. He raised and lowered the flag every morning and night. Meet there? Bring the address. Cole retrieved a notebook from his backpack and opened it. While he looked for his homework, his mind strayed. He had never hung out with Jenna after school, but it wasn't like they were going on a date. They, they would just be a part of a group of kids checking out to see if a spook alley was actually cool. Mr. Brock started class a few mo- moments later. He was dressed up as a cowboy with chaps, a big hat, and a sheriff's badge. The outfit made it tough to take him seriously. Cole walked along the street by Dalton. 
one foot on the curb, another in the gutter. He was still a scarecrow, bristling with arrows. Straw poking out from his neck kept tickling the bottom of his chin. Delta remained a gloomy clown. She wanted to meet at the flagpole, Delton verified, just near the house, not on his lawn. Delton pulled back the sleeve of his coat and checked the wa- checked his watch. We're going to be early, only a little. Are you nervous? Cole shot him with a scowl. I'm not afraid of haunted houses. I don't mean of the spook alley, Delta clarified. Haven't you always sort of liked... No, come on, Delton, Cole interrupted. Be serious. It isn't like that. We're friends. Delta bobbed his eyebrows up and down. My parents said they my parents say they started out as friends. Gross, knock it off. Cole couldn't let Delton say or do anything that might make Jenna suspect that might make Jenna suspect he thought she was cute. I should have never told you I used to like her. That was forever ago. We're just doing this for fun. Delton squinted up ahead. Looks like a big group. He was right. They found Jenna awaiting with seven seven other kids. Three of them boys. She was still dressed like Cleopatra. Here they are, Jenna announced. We can go now. I have the address, Crawford. I know where it is, Blake said. I went by earlier tonight. What's it like? Delton asked. I didn't go inside, Blake replied. I just li- live nearby. Cole knew Blake from school. He was the kind of guy who liked to take charge and talked a lot. He always wanted to be the goalie at recess, even though he wasn't that good. They started walk. They as they started walking. Blake took the lead. Cole fell beside fell in beside Jenna. So what's your name, class? Huh? She replied, Cleopatra. No, you're no, you're her twin. Right? Want to guess? I I am Ra. That doesn't sound very Egyptian. Queen Tut. Sure, let's go with that. Jenna laughed lightly, then straight over to her friend Sarah and tart and started talking. Cole fell back to walk with Delton. Do you think the spook alley will actually be freaky? Delton asked. It better be. I have my hopes up. Blake set a quick pace. They marched briskly, passing passing a herd of little kids with plastic superhero faces. Most of the houses had half-hearted decorations. Some had none. A few had really elaborate jack-o'-lanterns that must have been carved using patterns. Delton elbowed Cole and nodded toward the doorway. A portly witch was handing out full-size candy Twix bars to a group of little kids. It's okay, Cole said, heaving his pillowcase. We already made a good haul. Not much full-size candy, Delton pointed out. A few little Twixes are just as good, Cole said, unsure about whether he had any in his bag. I heard they have some real cadavers, Blake's. Blake was explaining dead bodies donated to science, but stolen to use as decorations. Think that's true, Dalton wondered. I doubt it. The guy would end up in jail. What do you know about it, Blake challenged. Have you been stealing corpses? Nope. Your mom was too broke to hire me. Everyone laughed at that one. Blake had no reply. Cole had always been good at comebacks. It was his best defense mechanism and usually kept other kids from bothering him. As they continued down the street, Cole tried to think of an excuse to walk alongside Jenna. Unfortunately, she now had Lacey on one side and Sarah on the other. Cole had spoken with Jenna enough to feel fairly natural around her. 
Sarah and Lacey were a different story. He couldn't work up the nerve to barge in and hijack the conversation. Every possible comment that came to mind seemed clumsy and forced. At least Dalton was getting plenty of proof that Jen and I were only friends. Cole paid attention to the route. Part of him hoped Blake would lead them the wrong way, but he made no mistakes. When the spook alley house came into view, Blake displayed it to the others, as if he decorated it personally. The house looked decent on the outside, much better than, than the average. A few fake ravens perched on the roof. Webby curtains hung from the rain gutters. One of the jack-o'-lanterns peeked seeds and pulp over the sidewalk. The lawn had lots of cardboard headstones, with an occasional plastic hand or leg poking up through the grass. Pretty good, Dalton conceded. I don't know, Cole said. After the buildup, I was expecting granite tombstones with actual human skeletons. Maybe some ghost holograms? The best stuff might be inside, Dalton said. We'll see, Cole replied. He paused, studying the details. Why did he feel so disappointed? Why did he care about the impressiveness of the decorations? Because he had Doc Jenna into coming here? If the haunted house was cool, he might get some reflect glor reflected glory. But it was weak. She would have gone out of her way for nothing. Was that really it? Maybe he was just frustrated that he had hardly talked to her. Blake led the way to the door. He knocked well. Well, the other nine kids mobbed the porch. A guy with long hair and stubby beard answered. He had a cleaver through his head, with plenty of blood draining from the room. He must be the special effects pro, Delta murmured. I don't know. It's pretty gory, but not the ultimate. The fatally injured man stepped away from the door to invite them in. A strobe light flashed nonstop. Dry ice smoke drifted across the floor. Tin foil coated walls reflecting the pulsing light. There were webs and skulls and candle brass. A knight in full armor came toward them, raising a huge sword. The strobe light made his movements jerky. A couple of the girls screamed. The knight lowered his sword. He moved around a little more, mostly from side to side, trying to milk the moment. But he was less menacing because he had failed to pursue his attack. Seeming to realize he was no longer very threatening, the knight had started doing robotic dance moves. A few of the kids laughed. Cole frowned, feeling even more disappointed. Why did everyone build this up so much? He asked Dalton. What were you expecting? Dalton replied. Cole shrugged. Rabid wolves fighting to death? It's not bad, Dalton consoled. Too much hype, Cole replied. My expectations were... Okay, sorry, my computer turned off. Turning, he found Jenna beside him. Let's see here. Are you terrified? Not really, she said, looking around apprisingly. I don't see any body parts. They, get, they did a good job, though. The clunky knight was retreating to his hiding place. Cleaver guy started distributing candy, miniatures, but he gave everybody two or three. Then an older kid with messy hair wandered into the hall. He was skinny, probably around college age. He wore jeans and an orange t-shirt that said boo in huge black letters. Otherwise, he had no costume. Was this scary enough? He asked non-reluctantly. 
couple of the girls said yes. Most of the kids were silent. Cole felt like it would be rude to tell the truth. The boo guy folded his skinny arm, folded his skinny arms across his chest. Some of you don't look very frightened. Anybody want to see the real scary part? He acted serious, but he also could could have been, but it also could have been a setup for some corny joke. Sure, Cole volunteered. Jenna and the buncher and a bunch of the others chimed in as well. The boo guy stared at them like he, like he was a general, and this was a new batch of troops might not be able to be up to his standards. All right, if you say so, fair warning. If any of this stuff wasn't freaky at all, don't come. Two of the girls started shaking their heads and backing toward the door. Some of the, One of them turned and buried their he- her head against Stuart Fol- Folsom. Stu Stu left with them. Check out Stu, Cole muttered to Delton. He thinks he's Dr. Love. Why would those girls come if they... If and they didn't want to get scared in the first place. Delton complained. Cole shrugged. If Jenna wanted had wanted to bail, would he have left with her? Maybe if she had buried her head against his chest, trembling with worry. The remaining seven kids followed the boo guy. He led them through a regular kitchen to a white door with plain brass knob. It's down in the basement. I won't be coming. Are you, you sure you want to go? It's really messed up. Blake opened the door and led the way down. Cole and Dalton shared a glance. They come this far. No way were they wimping out now. None of the others had chickened out either. Okay, so we're going to stop at Chapter 2 called Spook Alley. And we are going to take a little break. Okay, so now that we are back from our break, um, we are just going to talk a little bit about this Chapter 1. So, this chapter, just to remind you, is called Halloween. So, right now, they are about to go down into the basement where a college person says that um, it is really messed up down there. And he keeps asking them, are you sure you want to go down there? Um, And right now, I'm really questioning their decision to go to the spook alley because that seems pretty creepy. Um, cause I get a picture in my mind that is like this dude with crazy hair, um, who is like basically scared out of his mind, wide eyes, comes in and is, comes in and is like, do you guys want to see the real scary part? Um, that just would freak me out so much that I would want to go away just like the two girls that left with Stuart. Um... So, what do you guys think about the book so far? I have already read this book, so I can't do much thinking. Um, I will make a Google document that has all of the words from this page so that uh, you guys can read it on your own time if you don't want to listen to the episode. So, I really hope you guys liked this very first chapter. I know that I like love, not like, love this book so much. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. And next time we will be reading chapter two called Spook Alley. Um, So yeah, we may read one to two chapters in that one. So thank you all so much for joining the book club. And I hope you like this book so far. Bye.